Every year, over 40,000 nerds flock to Boston, Massachusetts for PAX East for the chance to get a sneak peek at the hottest upcoming games of the year, snag some sweet swag, and play a metric ton of both video and board games. So, join us as we pack the car and the harbor, you chatterheads, this week on the Free Play Podcast. You are listening to the Free Play Podcast with Bubba Stallcup, Matt Warmbier, and Kate Katawaki, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. What's up, nerds? My name is Bubba Stalkip, and you are listening to the Free Play Podcast, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. And joined with me, as always, are a couple of my co-hosts and co-founders right here at Love Thy Nerd, Matt Warmbier. What's up, everybody? It's great to be here. <laughs> don't, no, don't, don't. Please stop. Stop. It's too much. No, no, seriously. <laughs> oh man and also joining with us is drew dixon <laughs> as always oh, wow man. these are too good right here yeah. <laughs> look like i'm on a real radio show or something like that oh man hey drew seriously welcome Thank to you. the free play podcast you've been here before we've i have it. yes <laughs> Uh, we've we've had it's you before. been a while. I want to apologize for Matt real quick. He <laughs> it has been a while. We have we have a brand new soundboard that we're we're using on this live recording, and we're live from PAX East 2020 right now. Um, we're in we're in Boston. We're in the PAX East. Well, the PAX is in right so now. Nice. Was it Easties? What was the what was the name of this? Easties. 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 Yeah, we're or Easty. Easty. We went Easty? through Easty. Easty. Yeah, we were uh, hanging out in Easty. Yeah. It just sounds made up. Anyway, not to bury the lead, we've got this brand new soundboard. Uh, we've got a lot of new equipment in that we're trying out, and we were recording on location. And I showed Matt right before we rolled the buttons, and now he's got them figured out. Hey, <laughs> welcome back, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, but the three of us are here in in Boston, and we are doing kind of a recon trip to Paxi's to see if it's going to work for Love Thy Nerd going forward. Yeah. And uh, trying to figure out what it's going to be like to do a video game show. We haven't done a video game show, like a, like a primarily video game show in a very long time. And when we did it with Game Church, it was a completely different format. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you come with us on a trip, we're trying to figure it out right now. The same as before we went to uh, Gen Con officially or PAX Unplugged officially, we did some recon. So we're doing that here and uh, we're having a little bit of fun playing some games, doing some stuff. Um, We've already recorded, Drew, you and I, we, we recorded an episode of your podcast. Yeah. Which is, is the that? unofficial sponsor of this podcast <laughs> right now. Oh, jackpot. Sure. Yeah, go, why don't yeah. you go ahead and plug it, man. Oh, sure. So my wife and I recently started a podcast on the greatest show on television called Survivor. And the podcast is called Jen and Drew Talk Survivor. It's no. real, like, the greatest, name. The greatest TV show? That's... The greatest game. I didn't say greatest TV oh. show. I said greatest game. I think that's what I said. That's what I meant I don't to say. Think that's what you said, well, the, it's it's yeah. one of my favorite shows for sure. Yeah, but, sorry. Uh, that's better. That's well, I do. I shouldn't think, have to reach over and push those. Buttons I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. I do think it's the greatest game on TV. Yeah, and uh, we just talk. Uh, so, yeah, so just a quick plug of the show. We uh, we just talk strategy. We look at the game of Survivor primarily as a game. We talk about who's playing well, who's not, um, and then just laugh and have a good time about what was fun in the show and you know uh who we're excited about um in the game and stuff root for people root for the people we like in the show and that kind of stuff yeah yeah we had you on absolutely so yeah and it was fun i enjoyed it i really really like talking with you guys about survivor yeah it's it's like it's it's fun so go and listen to that we have uh we'll put the the episode in the show notes and also if you follow drew on social media you can get it on his Twitter at DrewDixon82 and also follow him on Facebook, Drew Dixon, and all that's there. Or if you follow me, I shared it too. Matt, yeah. do me a favor. Just share the podcast. Well, didn't it used to be Drizu? 
<laughs> you, on Twitter? No, never. That was PlayStation. PlayStation. Oh, okay. yeah, I think it still yeah, is true. Zoo, isn't it? Yeah, probably. It is. Yeah, it's 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 like ten dollars to change it. So, wow. yeah, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, no. yeah, we're not loaded. Yeah, Peter Pan's got kids, man. Sure <laughs> <does>. <laughs> Can't be doing all that. I mean, I don't watch Survivor. I haven't watched Survivor since probably season one, maybe season <laughs> two. My mom watched it. I, you know, watched a little bit with her. I don't know. I think a lot of people have that attitude. It's like you. I think you just remember it as this like sort of reality show moment in mm-hmm. the history of television but um interestingly it's kind of gotten this new cult following uh the show has yeah so a lot of people are discovering that it's a really fascinating show um i think now and especially now because this current season they're doing is called winners at war and it's all former winners so it's 20 contestants who've all won the show once and the the pot is doubled it's two million dollars for whoever wins um so That's it's kind stupid. of like yeah, it's kind of like the one of the. It's a it's a uh, series uh, or a, a season that we've been fans have been asking for for a long time. Like put mm. all winners against each other, so it's kind of a big deal. It's the fortieth season. That I mean, what? How many shows make it forty seasons? No, Price is right. <laughs> Get mashed. Yeah, I think. Uh... Well, I mean, who can touch the excellence of that? Of that show. I mean, they've got Plinko on there. Yeah, that's yeah. True. hey, you no. can get Plinko. Did you see that? You can like yeah. buy Plinko for your house. Like a full size board? Uh medium ish size. There's board. also like that show that came out that was like giant Plinko. Did y'all see that? I, the, yeah, the, wall. I the wall. There oh, it is. Yes. The wall. Something like that. The wall. How how would you turn that into its own like full game show? I can't wa- remember. I don't know. I, you, I watched it once, but I don't you're remember. Trying how to drop it and win money or prizes and um Keep going. Maybe that's why it's not on the air anymore. <laughs> it was ri- it was so riveting, riveting. Yeah. Well, it's like we're watching Thirty Rock, and there's that episode of Thirty Rock where, um, uh, oh, what is his name? Uh, the the page. Oh yeah. Um. Anyway, fill in the blank. Yeah, it's it's been a long week today. Um, but he he has an idea because he watches a lot of television, and he's a page because he wants to be in television. Um, what Kenneth, Kenneth, Kenneth Page. Yeah. and he's, he has an idea. I forget what the name of it was. Golden case or something. Oh like yeah. That. And <laughs> yeah. he's like, you have a bunch of models up on stage and they're holding a, each one's holding a case and one of them's filled with solid gold. And if you can figure out which one it is, then you win the gold and it's a million dollars in gold. Yeah. And then it, it cuts to, you know, at the end of the show, it's like, all right. And, uh, you know, it's like mock the, mock the show. Uh, which one is it? And the guy, the contestant, you see the camera pan across, and then there's a model just like shaking because she's like holding a hundred pounds worth of gold or trying to. Yeah. Uh, it's that one. Ends up going off the air because same deal with the plinko. Like, uh, yeah. Um, anyway, this is great podcast material. It's doing fun. Watch the show. Go play plinko. With it's your been kids. a long week. We we it's have fine. been we've been here um, at PAX since Thursday. Wednesday. Wednesday? Wednesday. We yeah. got in Wednesday. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Wednesday yeah. was the, the flight day. It's it's currently Saturday evening when we're uh when we're recording this and we all we still have one more day. Drew, you're leaving tomorrow morning. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh Matt and I still have one more day at the show and then we get to leave on Monday. So if we sound a little bit burnt, that's because we probably are. Hey, speak for yourself. I feel like most of the time we try to do this Sunday evening after oh, a huge true. long week and then we're like Hey, thanks for tuning in the podcast. I'll play some games and uh, we'll see you later on. Okay, and then you're all like, <laughs> but now we're like, we actually have some energy here. Like, I feel, I feel pretty good. I'm just like, you know, I, I think I, it's I, the soundboard that's energized you. That's <laughs> true. I just need something. You're sitting like this. directly in front of it. It's basically it's your console. Energy. Yeah. Wow. Well, screw you guys. <laughs> And we're back. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, we have been here at PAX East. What brought us here was we would like to have come and just done the recon, but we weren't able to do that. Um, It just wasn't going to work out. Mm. But our friends over at Skybound Tabletop said, hey, can you come and help us demo some games? Um, and by some games, I mean one game a hundred billion times. Yeah, I, I need to put in my BG stats. I, I, I swear to you, I'm, I'm going to put it in probably. Over the edge. Dude, over the I'm edge. probably going to put it in fifteen times at least. Oh man, that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't think that's cheating. I mean, I are you going to mark it down as a dub or what? 
even if you just uh, like set people up to play it. I feel like I've set up enough people to play enough times that it counts at least that many plays. So we had okay. So we had we had four. We should say what it is too. Oh yeah, the game is the game is trial by trial. Yeah, and um, it's it's a party game. Uh, the box says that it's thirteen plus. That's gonna vary. Um, you know, based on your situation and game Mm -hmm. group and stuff like that. Um, but thirteen plus players, age, age. Age. It will okay. Yeah, it plays it plays three to thirteen. Thirteen plus age. Yeah, and I say it plays three to a million. Um, because yeah. you can play with as many people as you want yeah, to. Yeah, basically. It's a party game. So yeah. you're getting people around, and you have the it's, the, it's the trolley problem, or the trolley dilemma. You've got a trolley coming down the rail, or coming down the um, the tracks, and it's going to go left or right. It's going to hit something. Something's going to suffer. It can't stop. Yeah. I can't like stop, to tell, stop. I keep I keep telling everybody, uh, due to budget cuts, we weren't able to put brakes on the trolley. Mm. And so, like, it is going to hit something. And somebody has to be responsible for what happens. So there is a judge and the two teams for each. There's a team for each side of the tracks. They are trying to lobby for why you shouldn't go down their side of the tracks. It's their job to save everyone or everything on their side. And so we have run so many games of that. We had four sections and each section had two games going. At any given well, time. Yes. And each of those games had anywhere between three, three and eight plus yeah. people. So mm-hmm. yeah. It's... I think Drew, you ran a you ran a group of almost ten. Yeah. Yeah. It was huge. Yeah. And so you put uh good cards down that make it to where you wouldn't want to send the trolley down your track. So like I don't know, might all be. of your pets. Yeah. <laughs> well, so so here's what I told you. They're, they're like blessing cards because not all of them are actually good cards. Like yeah. one might be a balloon filled with the most airborne kind oh, that's of true. Ebola. That's true. So like yeah. they're deterrence for the judge yeah, not yeah, to yeah. come down that side. Yeah. But most of them are good things yeah. like the first ever issue of Batman or something. Oh, yeah. Santa Claus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God is one. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I'm not lying. Yeah. Bless up. <laughs> um... <laughs> You know, so so we were running that, and uh, it's it's really it's a great game if you're into party games and you've got uh, you got a really loose gaming group. If you guys want to play hardcore games, this ain't it. Yeah. This is a game that we can literally run a demo of in five minutes, one round, get you in and out. Or I ran a demo that was twenty five minutes. Oh, I had, yeah, I had people. I didn't necessarily not that I was necessarily running the demo the whole time, but there were people that stayed there for well over an hour, like just playing and playing and oh playing. yeah or like there were some groups that were so paralyzed about making their decisions oh, yep. like oh, literally paralysis. they played one game and it took them an hour plus because they were like oh, i can't decide if uh, i want to you know run over the track with kittens or the one with um uh, not ro- kittens. robo hitler, <laughs> robo hitler. <laughs> robo hitler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's bad cards. Well, I that's how I call them. It's probably evil, not bad, yeah. evil, yeah. but yeah. So then you'll put those cards on the other person's track to sort mm-hmm. of say like you really want to destroy this thing. Sabotage. Like, yeah, absolutely. Like um, Hitler was one, which I think is sort of a Trump card. And it's not very fair, but he's uh, also in there. Yeah, yeah, Trump. Yeah, Hill. yeah. 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 On Trump several, is in several there. cards. Yeah. Cards that are, are related to Trump in various ways. Yeah. And then you also play modifiers, you know, to kind of sweep the pot on mm-hmm. your side or against your opponent's side. Yeah. So our, our 25 dem our 25 minute demo that we did was it was one round. And it was like I had them asking a lot of questions because I was a conductor and I was like, guys, you don't know me at all. How are you going to play a card that's going to make me not want to go down your side if you don't mm-hmm. know anything about me? Don't presume anything about me. Ask me questions. Yeah. I was educating them on tabletop games. Like these are designed to create shared experiences over things that never happened. Um, like we're gonna talk about, hey, do you remember that one time we were at Pax East in Boston in twenty twenty and we're at that table at Skybound and mm-hmm. you know, uh we, we ran over uh, you know, that alligator and, you know, with our trolley and then people are gonna hear that and think you're crazy. But you remember it because you were there. And you were there. Yeah, and you were there. Really <laughs> you were there. there. I remember it. So I had a story for like every question that they asked me, you know, like, hey, how many kids do you have? What's your, you know, religious views? What's your, you know, political acumen kind of deal? Like I had a story for every question that they asked me. And they were just eating it up. Like it was, every one of them bought the game at the the, the demo. So 
that's the thing though. I kept telling people, it's like, hey, this game looks cool. You're familiar with Cyanide and Happiness. That's the art. You know, like maybe you have Joking Hazard, the mm-hmm. previous game that Cyanide did. You'll buy a game because it looks cool. You won't play a game because it looks cool. You'll play a game because you had a good experience playing it. Mm-hmm. And so I was like teaching them how to break the game. Like, hey, maybe you want to add more cards. Maybe you want to play red cards first. Maybe you want to play, instead of Charlie Tom, you want to play Sidecar Sam, who's kind of a jerk and really just wants the destruction of the world. So like you go after the one that causes the most destruction. It's like, mm-hmm. it's a party game. It's a system. Break it. Play yeah. it however, however you want to. But that's, that's the milkshake that brought us to PAX. Um, and I'm grateful. Thank you. Skybound, you guys are amazing. Thanks for inviting us and having it. Yep. That's the, that's the ticket right there. <laughs> I, was, I want to see if you guys will stop me. I was going to keep going. No. I, I was curious okay. how long it went. That's probably a little. Well, I could have gone longer. I'm proud of you. Thanks. For having restraint. The, yeah, restraint. Um, but so we've been playing a lot of that. But that's not the only game that we've been playing since we've been here. So, like, we as a team, and also I want to put a shout out. It's not just the three of us. Chad Snyder mm-hmm. was also with us as well. And he didn't help out in Skybound, but Chad was LTN in the convention. He was out doing a whole bunch of stuff. He ran a couple errands for us, drove us around. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it was, if you guys don't know Chad, do it. No, Chad. No one. Like Chad. Chad is the yeah. best of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, love love you, that Chad. Death. Yeah. Kissy face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's be friends with Chad. Winky face. Winky yeah, face. Sure. All right. Well, yeah. Um, but we've also been playing some other games. So we we played another game called Gorilla Marketing. Yep. By mm-hmm. our friends over at Roxley, they sent us an advanced copy. We're going to be doing a Beard Bros and co-optional on it in the whole nine yards. Yep. Um, but it's a straight to retail game, so. You can go pick that up if you're at your LGS or um, I say LGS now because it may not be a friendly one. Mine's friendly, so. Well, that's good. <laughs> if you have a friendly, then it's an FLGS. Your, uh, G-L-S. What's the G? Grumpy. Grumpy. It's fine. GLGS. Yeah, I like it. Not everybody has to be happy all the time. Why do we have to be friendly? Be quiet. Let's just... I mean, I think it's good to be friendly, but everybody has grumpy days. You That's know? true. Hashtag GLGS. Like on Sesame Street, they named a guy because the Grouch, because he's grouchy all the time. You know? Did Maybe you misunderstood. Did you, <laughs> did you guys see that? I think it was, I think, what's the green one? Uh, the, the blue one, Gonzo? Yeah. With the nose? Well, yeah. Without no, the gro- nose. Grover. Like, no, Grover. Grover. Yeah. Gonzo is. Uh, he had the nose. Okay. Is uh, he was another Jim Henson no. show. Nope. No, Muppets. Muppets. Gonzo's Gonzo Muppets. So the blue one, but without the nose. Like Grover. He was, but without the nose. Gro- Grover. Grover. Did Grover yeah. not have the nose? No. He has a little bald nose. Nope. Nothing. Just. Oh. Just a blue. Cookie monster? <laughs> I know what cookie monster <laughs> looks like. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> anyway, he was up in the sky bridge. For like most of the show today, okay. just like taking pictures of the people against one of the white backdrops, uh-huh. just like Papa Darren. Right oh, there. I saw him. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I. Thanks for pretending like I was crazy and you had. Oh, seen I, him. I had no idea where you're going with that, but I, I got it. <laughs> where I'm going, I saw him. Okay, <laughs> he exists. Good. <laughs> um. Anyway, we played uh, Gorilla Marketing by Roxley, mm-hmm. and absolutely love that game. Oh, it was it was really funny and uh-huh. i found out that i'm really good at it here's That's the deal. True. i drew i want you to explain that game for the good people here <laughs> okay so you are base it's it's a word game but you're given various categories of things you have to come up with. I think it's, it's technically it's a it's a parlor game. Okay, that's uh, what's on the box. So but what do they know? Yeah, yeah. word games misleading probably. Who has parlors anymore? Me? You know, I you know what i might Compare it to is like Balderdash, right? Have you ever played Balderdash? It has been a hot or minute. beyond Balderdash. You know, Balderdash is the lion game, ba- right? Yeah, Balderdash will give you like a acronym. And I you would, have to come up with it, what it stands for. I would like, even call it like a a, a Jackbox style game as well. Like, okay, like R N T, and you have to come up with what R N T stands for. Yeah. And there's an actual answer, uh, based on some you know organization that was actually called R N T, and then you 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 all make it up, and it's funny. You usually come up with funny. 
uh, answers. Yeah. But this just takes that to a whole no- that concept to a whole new level. You roll randomly for the letters, and then you're given a category. So you all have to come up with a band name that is R and T. You know, use that example again. And so then you make one up, but then you're given Rose even further. Toes. Yeah. <laughs> but then you roll mm-hmm. dice for this whole long list, uh, and whatever you roll tells you from this list, and you select it the type of band name you're going to come up with. Yeah, so what's your genre? Be, yeah, genre. So it could, could be a boy band or a country band or, or whatever. Um, and so the variations just get to be ridiculous, but then you judge them too, and yeah. you each judge which one, you each get a turn to judge which answer you think is the best and award them a point. And you do that based on a random set of criteria as well. So you roll for that random yep. set of criteria. And then, so the criteria could be the one that most uh, teen girls would like, yeah. or it could be the one that, is most offensive or something. Yeah. <laughs> so, which Worst was basically video, all, yeah, of ours. Um, all, all of ours. Were, well, mine and Matt's were all. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> mine were PG 13. <laughs> we like yeah. 1980s PG 13. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like the Goonies <laughs> PG 13. Yeah. So, um, yeah, depending on the group you're playing with, uh, it's uh, hilarious. Yeah. I, I mean, it, maybe it is a party yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's, it's what you make it. And it was the same thing we were telling people about, you know, trial by trolley is that this game is going to be whatever you make it out to be because yeah. you're given options. Yeah. And you can, and it's the kind of game too, where I think like you sort of joked Bubba about how you weren't very good at it, but I don't think you cared. And not that you weren't actually good at it, but like <laughs> yeah. we were all having to yeah. me anyway, my sense was that, and I was in the wrong frame of mind for the game that we were playing. I was actually trying to That's come true. up with like legitimate clever names that would yeah. work. You yeah. guys went a different direction yeah. and I got one banana. Yeah. Which is the point, the whole game. Would you you got like four bananas, five bananas, yes. six bananas Did more? Did Chad mm-hmm. have fun? I am gonna say he liked being around us. Yes. Yeah. He, want, had, no, he had he, fun being there. Well, we finished the first game, and he wanted to play another one, so I, I think he had fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he didn't leave till after midnight and still had but an I, fun. like, for a, while, a little while, it was close between me and Matt, uh, and I actually started trying to, like, win, but I couldn't. Uh, but, like, I, I didn't. It on. But it was the sort of thing, like, I didn't care at all. Like, it was just no, so much no. fun. Yeah, and the beauty I of it had is that it's all, it's all hidden action stuff, so, like... If I, I wouldn't know which one was Matt's versus yeah. which one was Drew's. You're so, writing on different pages in a little booklet. Yeah, all dry erase stuff. Yeah. Um, it's a great game. It'll be out by the time this podcast airs. So you can go to Roxley.com or it'll be on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're trying to get it in a whole bunch of other places. Um, but <clears> if you can get it locally, they even tell you, go get it locally at your LGS. Yeah. Um, but if you can't find it locally... Go to RoxleyGamesLabs.com. Games Labs, that can't be this. Roxley, just, just look for, just Google Dice Throne. You'll figure it out. That's not something I need to look at. No, that's for you. Oh, for me? Good job. Hey, yeah. I wish it didn't cut off so abruptly. It, it wants you to fade it out, but you'll figure it out. Nah. Yes. <laughs> um, we've also got a, a game set up behind us that we're going to be playing. And uh, we've talked about this game before, mm-hmm. and this is a, the game's called Deliverance. It's an unpublished game by our friend Andrew Lowen, and this is a game that uh, talks about and deals with like spiritual warfare. Yep. And so it's it's a very very Christian centered Christian thematic game, but the way it goes about handling it is not just like cracking you over the head with the Bible at every turn. Yeah, and I would call it a it's pretty straightforward about what it is. Like I wouldn't yeah. call it. It's not Jesus Juki. It's no. not like bait and switch. Like, no. It, it it's in a, it's done in such a in such a way that like it's very approachable for Christians and non Christians alike. Um, the art is well done. Oh yeah. Yeah, we've yeah. said that before. Just draws you right mm-hmm. in. And we, Matt and I, were actually playtesters for this game, and I can tell you that it's constantly being worked on. That Slack channel is so active with feedback from other testers and things that Andrew's doing to, to fix it. Yep. Um, because it, it's not finished right now. It's an unfinished game. It's, it's in alpha testing right now. So, but it's, it's great. We're about to play around here. And we're doing that because we're playing the game. Well, we like games. Yeah. 
but also I'm going to be with Andrew at Gamma starting next week. And so he's going to have his game there. I'm going to be playing it with him and playing it, you know, showing it to other people. And uh, so if you're going to be at Gamma, come hit me up because I just feel like I'm going to be walking around aimlessly for, I don't know, five days. Yeah. And what is Gamma for those who yeah, so might Gamma, not know? Gamma is a trade show. It's an industry trade show um, that is not open to the general public. You have to have an invite um, or you have to come with a company or you have to request to get into their organization. And so it is a legit insider's trade show in that publishers are trying to pitch to like game stores and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Hey, carry this. You get like a lot of reveals come out of Gamma. Um, because what happens is a lot of these publishers will pitch games that aren't even close to being finished yet. Like I know that leader has a game that they're going to be pitching, um, to game stores so that they will carry it. Yeah. Um, like this is pre Kickstarter mm-hmm. even stuff. And tabletop, yeah. tabletop yeah. games. Yeah. Yes. Hey, great clarification. Yeah. True. Thanks. <laughs> this is why we keep you around. <laughs> Matt was just sitting there nodding away. The we'll we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. You have a Googler. That's why they pay me the bucks. Yeah, so it is a tabletop, a tabletop show, and that's that's important. Um, but we got a lot of my friends are going to be there. A lot of our friends, um, Matt sitting here too, uh, are going to be there and going to be hanging out with them, building some more relationships, maybe helping them out in their booths, demo some of their games, and uh, and go from there. But we're going to play Deliverance tonight. And Matt, you also sat down with Chad and you played Marvel, Marvel Champions. Marvel Champions. Um, hey, did you uh, did you get something? Did you get a gift? <laughs> I did. I had, unbeknownst to me, a, a gift out of nowhere. Didn't know it was being even worked on. Uh, I don't know who all was involved with it. Um, mm-hmm. But they, these people, ladies, men, uh, made me a custom Captain what is it? Matt America card, a custom <laughs> Captain America card that has me as Captain America on there with some... Different flavor text. Uh, Johnny Jimison did the art. Bubba whipped it all together from scratch. And uh, yeah, it's. I'm still kind of like floored. It. You don't think you're going to see your face on a card for a game. Um, but maybe we could like, we were talking about this earlier and maybe you had this in mind. Like we have other friends in the gaming industry who, who have these promos made for them, like with their faces on it and then kind of put out to the masses. Yep. So if you want to Captain Matt America, <laughs> ask somebody else because I don't know how it's done. <laughs> so the reason we did it was because Matt, you had celebrated your 15 years at 15 Starbucks. 15 years. Yeah. I made over a million drinks. Um, we, no, I, I tell people that I, I, mean, I oh, believe you're, it. You're my millionth beverage. And they're like, what? And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm just, I have no idea. You're probably <laughs> close. Yeah. Why don't you have your phone out? Why aren't you filming this? Uh, yeah, 15 years of Starbucks. You don't have like a Starbucks stats app that you log those into. <laughs> I missed the first couple of years, so it's not accurate. Um, <laughs> Starbucks stats. Like, beep, boop, beep. Um, yeah, it's weird. Uh, Starbucks gave me a, a plaque. It's above my desk. It says continual. It was just a thumbs gray. up. Didn't say anything. You did it, bro. You and there did was, it for all your fine 15. work. Yeah, for all your fine work. Something <laughs> like that. Uh, so these guys, they wanted to do more. Because they're awesome. Yeah. So, um, and it wasn't even my idea. No. Like that's the beauty of it is that mm-hmm. other people got together. Drew was in on that's this true. too. And how dare you, Drew? <laughs> I mean, they're they're really Sorry. there's a whole there's a whole lot of people that were a mm-hmm. part of this. And um, you you received a dice tower, right? I did. Yeah. yeah. I also got a wingspan. Um, what do you call that kind of wood? It's like laser cut. Uh, yeah wood i just all i have is the this hand movement yeah he's he's making the hand movement of money but it wasn't it's not made of money it's like this is how it feels it's like it feels like a smooth like a (laughs) no it's like it's like a laser cut uh what it's not plywood real tough wood thin finish wood thin mints thin mints yeah wood for wingspan (laughs) it's a dice tower uh that came in the other day and like i was like oh man that's so awesome you know uh i knew that jonathan hd like had yep Yep, had the, the average had sent that, and I was like, "Hey, man, that's so awesome! Thank you so much. We're loving it." Uh, Avon put it together. He like wood glued and everything. Yep. Yeah. Um. So that came and I'm like, 
You know, I thought, I thought of that was else. it. Yeah. So, uh, like some kind of dummy. You thought that you thought that that was enough for 15 years at Starbucks. <laughs> well, Starbucks did. I mean, sorry. Uh, blessed be to Kevin Johnson. Did you, did you go repent for a second? Blessed yeah, be okay. to Kevin Johnson. <laughs> Amen. Bless may, up. Yeah. May Howard Schultz ever bless thy name. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You're doing great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no, I think the one you were looking for was this one. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yes, yeah, so we played Marble Champions with Chad. Yeah, that was really just my segue into. And we won and then we lost. So Yeah, you, know, you played. What did you play? Played against the Claw and we, we, we whooped him. It was kind of close, but we came back. We, then we played against Ultron and uh, he showed no mercy. Mm-hmm. And As one does. Well, when you're a robot, you don't care about people. No. So, uh, yeah, we lost pretty bad pretty quickly. We just couldn't control them. Um, so I'm I'm creeping up on 50 plays for that game since I got it. Came out November 1st. Yeah. That's legit, yeah. Which, in case you're wondering, is why we made a card for yeah. that game. Because I play a lot of Captain America. He's like my, my boy. Yeah. Um, yeah. How does Captain Matt America compare to Captain? We have America? we have similar stats. You have okay. exactly similar stats. Yeah. Yes, nice. Like the exact same one on purpose because no, I didn't want to break the game for you. Yeah. So I wanted to buff it, but then it would have just. He would just like watched the real Captain play. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think just the card itself is like an it's like yeah. a spirit buff. Yeah. Oh That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Spirit buff you soar. in spirit and aura. You'll my spirits play are soaring better, as it were. Yes. Well, the, we have we've been doing other things since we've been here. We haven't just been sitting around playing games. Well, SMES. I guess we have been sitting SMES. around playing games, but not just yeah. like here. Oh, we also played um, uh, Tiny Epic Westerns. We did. I hate that game. I love it. I'm just kidding. Oh, I hate man. how bad I lost. That well, the way you feel about it is Ugh. basically the way I feel about Quacks of Quedlinburg. Like the games, I should like. I should have. I liked it. I would have liked it more had I one. Well, honestly, <laughs> I don't even care about winning. But like, a chance. I yeah. didn't have a chance. Uh, you no, roll. It, for those of you who haven't played, the the game looks awesome, and you have a, a little um, bullet that is your the bullet die. die. Yeah, yeah, that you roll. And for whatever reason, mine like to roll threes and ones <laughs> only, like only threes and ones the entire game, and that that right there will not get you a victory. <laughs> Let me know and roll higher. Don't use the yellow bullet, okay? Chad got that game for $10. Oh, yeah. It was, he found some it use place. all of the extra stuff in it. It had the upgrades in it. It had every. It was a full meal deal, used game, re-shrinked and inventoried for $10. It didn't even smell. No. It said it was in a, a, a non-smoke-free home. Oh, I thought it said it was a smoker's home. Yeah. A non-smoke-free. Oh, non-smoke. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just so wait, wait one second. That's not the one. There no, we go. I was hoping for like a, I don't know, like a. Oh. There it is. Uh, yeah, that was like a. If he didn't grab it, I was gonna grab it. And oh it was, yeah, for sure. It's too late. It was already in his hands, and I was like, "Oh, you really want to get that? I don't know. You might not like it. Take it off your hands." Um, who had ever played it? Played it. I it was fun. Who who won the game? I don't know. I was dead. Yeah. I'll just check my BG stats. Yeah, check it. Track the ones yeah, that I mm-hmm. so. um, but yeah, if you haven't played any of the tiny, ep- tiny epic games, get on it. Just do it. They're all yeah. great. There's some I like more than others, but overall, oh, like, yeah. Well, I think that's the point. Yeah, you're gonna find you're gonna find one or nine that you like. Yeah, and they have like 15 others coming out. Yep. So yep, buckle up. Um, so here at PAX East, we've we've been busy. When we're not spending four hours in a Skybound booth every day, we're out. Looking at things, a ton, a metric ton of, surprisingly, board game stuff and video game stuff. Uh, we've done a lot of the PAXs and, you know, tabletop with uh, PAX Unplugged. And we've also done um, PAX South, which kind of has a mixed uh, bag, like a smattering of, like uh, you know, kind of tabletop and board, uh, tabletop and video game presence stuff. Uh-huh. And what we found is that it's kind of it's kind of waning in what video or what what tabletop stuff Pack South had, um, which kind of sucks. 
Yeah, I, I want like packs the, of. Like the, the tabletop space is huge. Oh, yeah. They just need more people but the, the, trying to but sell the stuff. the show presence yep. is pretty weak. I'm, I'm worried about that show. I think this is the opposite, though. Like, for me, it, having been to South, this mm-hmm. felt like the opposite. This felt like there wasn't, maybe, like, relative to the space, there wasn't as much space to game. But there was a larger tabletop presence. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. We were able to squeeze in and play a game in, you know, in the free play-ish area. Sure. Um, but yeah, they're, PAX East is huge. This is our first year. Well, yours and mine, Bubba. Yeah. Drew's been Drew's here, been here several times. Um, mm-hmm. But it seemed like it was, it's huge. But it seems like the tabletop area is kind of like, the free play area is just kind of jammed in there. Yeah. And I'm sure there's other places to play around. Just competing um, with more. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot more going on in this yeah, show. There is. And I know that the tabletop side is not really their f- main focus. We did see that they have a quiet tabletop mm-hmm. area, which is kind of cool. It's yeah. like You're gonna do an RPG in an actual, like, something like, like that. Like a walled off. Yeah, like a, like a breakout area like on a like room. the second floor or like uh, not on the show floor, you know? Yeah. Which is cool. And like any other packs, there's tons of stuff going on all around. Mm-hmm. Um, spent. Some time in the Kickstarter room, which was cool. It was like a combination yeah. of video game and tabletop stuff. So all going on in the same space. I thought it was interesting that not everything there was Kickstarter stuff. I oh, couldn't really? tell. I, I would assume everybody there is launching a Kickstarter That's of what some I thought kind, too. I think. Was there something that you saw that it wasn't? I need to do a little bit of research. We did that. Uh, the laundromat game? Tokyo laundromat. And the guy said, hey, yeah, go to our booth and buy it. And I was uh, like, uh, okay. Oh. And then well, he's also, probably he's probably um, kickstarting something. Blinks? But. I thought that that was also a kickstarter. Maybe they had both been on kickstarter. So, okay, so is that, it Maybe has I, been a kickstarter? That's probably it, yeah. Oh, okay, it's not, is on kickstarter. Because like, oh, well, yeah, because like oh. Frosthaven was there well, too. I talked to a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so. So this is like a result of Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think right. I I'm think Kickstarter, that. yeah, just when they come to these shows, they just want to in part like bring people who are doing interesting, cool stuff to kind of illustrate in hey, part to like platform. yeah, like okay. look, this is what this is the kind of stuff we have. And so you, right. you could if you're if you're making a game, you definitely want to work with us. Yep. My understanding of that room was Come and see the things that are on Kickstarter. I, I, that's why I assumed as well. Like it was either on or was going to be shortly. Sure. Um, well, hey, I can be wrong. That's glad fine. we can help you. Yeah. Um, but we spent some time there, and I mean, like there was uh, games done quick. They were doing stuff there, like some mm-hmm. speed runs and yeah. you know uh, teaching panels and all sorts of stuff. Just Dance 2019 Just was there. <laughs> was it 2019? I think it was. Was it the Wii version? No, it was the Xbox. You saw the connector. There's there. a lot of there's a lot of great panels too that I feel was. like we we never have time to hit. Never. Yes. And I've gone to a few a uh, few times. There was a take this fundraiser that we went to yep. for a while. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, went it, to an indie mixer. Yep. For you know video games. That was yeah, loud. For for it's called Made in MA or Made in Massachusetts. Yep. So it's like all local kind of Boston or Massachusetts mm-hmm. area. Oh, I thought it was um, Made in Ma. Like, <laughs> hey ma we were all made in ma hey ma get over here yeah or like the bon Iver song yeah <laughs> <laughs> anyway hey, uh speaking, cool. of, speaking of panels though there was there was one that we were talking to a friend of ours heather about and yeah. um she it was it was talking about the importance of you say it yeah women in esports uh, and so like, like bolstering that, yeah, bolstering yeah. women in esports, um, speaking, you know, there's just, there's a, she was sharing with us. She was really excited about that panel. She was sharing with us about how she's into esports. She likes to watch them. Yeah. She likes to watch, you know, the high level halo play and some other stuff. And anyway, there's just not very many women in there at all. And a big part of why is because a lot of women, when they play online games, uh, especially like the, the type of games you see in esports so we're talking about like you know overwatch and um you know league of legends and those types of games uh rocket league even yeah um they get harassed so much online when they play those games you know guys either are like hey are you hot or 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 rip them you know if 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 you play terribly 
and you're a guy, you get treated differently than if you play ter- you play you, you have a bad game, not yeah. even play terribly. If you have a bad game, you get treated differently as a guy than if you play badly and you're a woman. And so she was just honestly sharing with us about how she's had that mm-hmm. experience and it's even kept her away yeah. from playing some games that she had otherwise would really love. And so, um, you know, unlike, uh, well, I won't even make the analogy, but it's just, it's a, yeah. it's a, uh, esports is a really a level playing field. You know, women sure. can be just as excellent at games as men, obviously. And so it shouldn't be that way. Yeah. And, uh, and so they had a panel at PAX about it, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, and we even talked a little bit about what we can do as LTN, as Love yeah. Line Nerd, mm-hmm. to help that. Because the moment we walked away from that conversation, I turned to Drew and said, what do we do? How can how can we yeah. do what we are trying to do, which is create positivity in an otherwise mm-hmm. fairly negative space? Not a one-to-one. It's not an always thing. We're not speaking in superlatives. Yeah. But when we see something, Part of the stuff that we're writing into our core values and what we've been saying for two and a half years now as this organization is we want to speak out against things like misogyny. Mm-hmm. Um, and like that's a, that, I think that that's kind of a big deal because most of us are middle class white males. Like yeah. we fit into that, that you know, mm-hmm. little perfectly, you know, slotted block right there. Um, and so I think it's important that. We speak out against that, and we yeah. do what we can with the platform that we have. Yeah, and so we're talking about how to do that in game, like how to mm-hmm. go to where that problem is and create safe spaces in different areas. So um, we don't really know what that looks like yet. We have yeah. a vague idea. I don't want to get into too much detail because it's still a vague idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to file some edges a little bit, um, but. I just I thought that when you were talking about panels, I completely forgot about that until this mm-hmm. moment when you said that. That we are going to try not to get in on that, but we want to use what we can to make that a better place. Right. Yeah. 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 And I even had the thought, like, when we were talking to Heather about it, of just like those are the kind of panels we really ought to make an effort to go to when we go to shows. Like yeah. I had an appointment and I couldn't go to that one because uh, I couldn't reschedule. It was my last day here and anyway um i'll stop making excuses but just you know to be a part of those conversations like there's a lot that we have to learn even as an organization so that we can then step into those spaces yeah and and offer some help and offer some some um you know be advocates for for those who could use our voice yeah if we truly want to love and serve our nerdy neighbors then we have to we have to do that yeah and for us it's important that we know that we say it out loud so that we hear ourselves say it and that everybody else understands too that it just doesn't it doesn't just mean for us going to shows and playing games like it's it's deeper than that it means more than that we think mm-hmm. that jesus loving everybody yeah looks different in different situations mm-hmm. so whatever's needed we're going to try and do that um i don't want to camp there too much but just kind of struck a chord when you were mentioning that so as we're going throughout and we're doing all these things, um, there are some things that stood out to us. This is by no stretch of the imagination an exhaustive list. Yep. Like these are just a few of the things that stood out to Drew, Matt, and myself about PAX. Bearing in mind, Drew's leaving a day early and we have a whole nother day of PAX yep. to find things. So if we come back next episode and talk about more stuff, we just deal with it. Yep. Count your many blessings, count them one by one. Yep. Um, hey, Drew, let's go ahead and start with you since sure. you are our guest here. You played a very interesting game that we <laughs> did an interview on. There's yeah. going to be stuff on the side about it, all sorts of stuff. Why don't you tell us about that game? M- Maneater, I think, is what you're Absolutely, referring to. Yeah. Uh, so Maneater is, I think, probably the first ever shark RPG. Yeah. Where you... Shark PG. Shark PG. Yeah, yeah. I want to call it shark PG. Um, where you are a shark. And uh, you start out as a super powerful shark, and your goal is to just like cause havoc and yeah. like and you know just use your awesome shark powers to terrorize a beach and do all those things that uh, you might see in like a a blockbuster movie. Um, but you get to control it, which is yeah. pretty rad. Um, but then you get to do all the things that 
um, people say sharks don't do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which is true. They don't really do. <laughs> like, hey, you don't things. have to worry about sharks. Yeah. They're actually pretty safe. They're yeah. Not they're going to come after you. It's they're having a lot of fun. But in it. this game. Uh, yeah. But then, you know, that's at the beginning of the demo, you start out super powerful, but then you, you, you essentially get like you, you become the baby of the shark that you were and you have to start from like as a baby shark. <laughs> Uh, don't you dare! Yeah, do do and um, and then you just you dance know. has that song in it, and people were mm. dancing to it. Oh my gosh! But uh, yeah, not so, ironically. <laughs> so you'll eventually like build up and build up your shark powers, and and uh, yeah, it's a true shark RPG where you grow and get better and improve and uh and explore the ocean. And apparently, you can play it n- somewhat nonviolently and just like. <laughs> You know, be a, be a shark, shark and yeah. explore the ocean, and just doing shark uh, stuff with my friends. Or, <laughs> or you can be, you can go crazy. Uh, but it was like the controls are really good. It's beautiful. It's like um, we found out Drew's not a controller guy. Yeah, I mean, I've been playing a lot of games on PC lately, yeah. and so I was terrible on the controller for some reason. <laughs> I could just... not; it just wasn't working for me. Then I got on the keyboard and mouse, and it was like butter. I was showing Matt. I have not even showed you this yet. Oh, and I'm not going to get to because I left the cameras at the on the show floor. But I recorded some of your face while you were playing that game, <laughs> and it is it's good. It's it's making my face hurt <laughs> right now just thinking about how happy you were playing that game. Yeah. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> Sometimes you just need to be a shark. You know, mm-hmm. and swim, and sometimes you're a shark, eat a turtle, sometimes you're the turtle, and then go to another turtle and sh- throw it into another turtle, did or you, throw a turtle into like a, a dolphin. There's lots of things you can do. Did you see how you were doing that? Like how with the with the act that the shark was doing, the shark would spit the turtle out and then tail whip it. Into, yes, <laughs> yeah. like it created projectile. Yeah, freaking you, turtles. You were doing some stuff in that game. That I didn't know was possible with a shark. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever play Just Cause? Any of those games, like Just Cause Three? <laughs> oh, it's yeah, kind of yeah. like Just Cause Three, except you're a shark. Yeah. And if you can imagine that, basically, that's how it felt, and that was beautiful. As a shark, it's a work of art. You were able to get on land and belly hop around <laughs> yeah. and go and get people who should have been running for their lives. Yeah. But we're there, yeah, team. that that could be some work, maybe, but that's not out yet. <laughs> well, uh, you mean what you're looking for? But a it shark is can now. be. I am glad they're not running away to where I can't, because you can yeah, only hop so you've far. You've got quests to complete, man. Yeah, you got. You gotta, to and you do have to hop back because you, you're a shark. You're not. You don't breathe. Yeah, you're not a dolphin. You know. Uh, Matt kept asking me. So how? Where is this compared to Echo? Echo the dolphin. Yeah. Oh, it's been so long ago that I played Echo. Same, probably. But uh, yeah, I mean, less sonar. I yeah, yeah, I think it's gonna be much more uh, expansive, you know. Okay. And, well, we'll see. Yeah. The devs, they were likening it to Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Not Breath in Breath like of the Wild with sharks. Everything, but like inexplorability. It's yeah. It's gonna be mm-hmm. open world, single player, all this stuff, and you know, obviously leveling your character. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But that's uh, that's a game by Tripwire, and it's gonna be coming out on PS4. Yes. Uh, Xbox. Yes. PS4, Xbox, and PC. PC, and then later for I think later for Switch. Switch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I promised him I would buy that game at least twice because <laughs> I'm gonna have yeah. to, I'm gonna have to get it on whatever platform I can play it on now, Xbox or uh, PlayStation, and then you bet your sweet baby I'm gonna get that game on Switch yeah. uh, for sure. I gotta I gotta have something that. Takes the switch away from Anna when she's playing Stardew, so I can. Mm, good luck. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, there was another thing that you, uh, you had. There was a, a miss doc. Why don't you yeah. tell us about that? Yeah. So I met a guy named Philip Shane, and he's making a documentary about Mist. I didn't even really play Mist. I mean, I played it a little bit, um, but you know, it's the, it was the best selling game of the nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this game is vastly influential and anyway philip shane has actually made some pretty uh pretty like well-regarded documentaries he made this uh documentary called being elmo which is kind of a celebration right, of telling, yeah yeah a celebration not just of elmo but of of and and puppetry and things like that but of of sesame street and the impact sesame street's had on kids and our culture 
Um, and he's, uh, yeah, just made some, some really great documentaries, uh, worked on some really great documentaries and he's doing a deep dive into mist. And it was just one of those cool conversations to talk to someone who's really passionate about what they do and, um, really cares about the art of what they're trying to do. And, um, you know, the impact, uh, the, so someone who's not even really like, I mean, he is a gamer, the guy that's making the documentary, but, uh, but just wants to demonstrate the value of games. Like right. Like how, he gets it. Yeah. He gets how powerful this medium can be. And, um, you know, I think Mist is one of those games because it's an older game. If we're not careful, we'll forget oh, how, yeah. how important and, and, mm. and potent it was. And I think it's nice to know that there's someone out there like helping us process that, think through it. And, um, it was just a, yeah, yeah. It's just a really good conversation. Um, I could have talked to him for another, I t it was the longest interview I did. I mean, yeah. usually interviews I do are like five or six, seven minutes tops. I talked to him for 20 minutes and I, there were still questions I wanted to ask. Get it, boy. Um, so it was a lot of fun. Well, I mean, I know who else appreciates Mist and Rift and all that stuff. And that's our friends over at Numinous. Uh, Riven. But Riven. Riven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's Riven. What did I say Rift? He said Rift. You were, you were thinking about sharks. Just make something so. up. Oculus Riven. Yeah, and Oculus. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about you think about sharks in the Rift. Ryan and Amy Green. Yeah. Uh I mean they they're working um mm -hmm. with, with the company that, you know, started yeah. off doing all that stuff. So yep. Um, which they're also here at the show, and, and we got to see and hang out with them. Yeah, Cyan Worlds is the name of the, of the studio that made Mist, um, which is basically primarily Paul, uh, Rand Miller and, um, and his brother Robin. Um, but, uh, but yeah, they were here showing a game called um, Area Man Lives. Did you play that while you were there? No, I'm going to try and play it tomorrow. They said they were having an issue with, were you there when they were talking to us? Yeah, yeah. internet and things. And yeah. so every time they, this the 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 speech. speech yeah, because it, it uses speech recognition. There you go, speech yeah. recognition. It costs them like .06 times every time it has to make a query. And if the internet is down, it can't do that. Yeah. They don't get charged. It doesn't go, it doesn't go through. So. Right, right, yeah. Mm -hmm. I... That was one of the few games at the show that I laughed out loud multiple times really? playing. Yeah, I think it's really good. I think it has a lot of potential. Um, but you're a DJ. It's a VR game. Okay. And you're a, a DJ at kind of like a... Did you play it on Quest or... Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, on Quest. And uh, yeah, it's you're just trying to like play records and record emergency broadcast and <laughs> recordings and like record um Matt, this is this is your life right like, here, man. like ad really spots <laughs> you know you know how djs will actually do ads for various things yeah. you know you record ad spots and these things and and if you do it wrong there's this guy who's kind of like your your radio station boss he'll make fun of you and <laughs> and it's just it's really funny yeah shame uh, you absolutely yeah yeah but then there's this guy you. that's calling in and i think everybody has this experience if you listen to much radio like local radio stations there's going to be somebody who calls in who's kind of a little nutty. That's <laughs> 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 so that's a big part of the show. Is there's this guy. The first time there's this nutty guy that's calling that's kind of got all these crazy theories and and uh, but you end up having to help him and perfect help and try like, to save him. Talk the whole time, like doing this stuff. Yeah, like, you have to talk out loud, which is funny because oh, there's people man. around you, you know, and you're like yeah. having to, and it says you need to speak pretty loudly. Oh, I'm sure to to make sure the recognition mm. software works correctly. Can you play cassettes? Uh, uh, you can record some things on cassettes, I think. Matt's in. Okay. Yeah. You had him there in the That's it. Yeah. Matt's cassette, bro. Um, hey, Matt, what did you see that was important to you in your life? <laughs> Drew has a lot of great stuff to talk about. He remembers a lot of great stuff. And it's all wonderful. But the, the booth that I just kept finding myself back at was the Animal Crossing booth, Nintendo's booth. It was so cool. Uh, you were there a lot. I I don't I didn't actually like I didn't always to mean flame. to exactly I didn't always mean to I just like let's just go look at that water again uh, they had <laughs> they had like an Animal Crossing village uh, with a waterfall going down the middle of it like I guess not village like they had like trees campfire I don't know mailbox I've never been there, so uh, there may have been a house uh, I'm blanking on that the water's just too vivid in my brain waves there were but waves yeah in there, the water. so there yeah. there are project projectors on the ceiling. That some projection 
master yeah. made. Like it is incredible looking. It looks like waves rolling in on a beach. Yeah. Like legit you would think it was water. Um it was by. so cool. So cool. cool. And the waterfall coming down from the middle, like it's again like it's it was projector. real animal crossing. It was real animal crossing in real Basically. life. In yeah. IRL. Tom Nook was there. Tom Nook was there. That freaking crook is <laughs> waiting for those bells. He wants them all. <laughs> Probably Tom um, Bombadil, maybe. Tom Bombadil was Tom not. Bombadil. Um, but the game comes out next month, uh, and I'm ready. This got, month? Oh, By the time this airs, it'll oh, be this month. what month are we? Did you play the original nice. Animal yes. Crossing? I did play the original, and that's kind of the one I like the most. And I've tried the other ones. I'm like, they're good. Um, are you ready to have a cell phone in the game? Yeah, I think I'm ready for that. Okay, I'm, I'm ready to travel to my friends' islands and, you know, steal other people and mess with their houses and stuff. I mean, sorry. Uh, do cool Animal Crossing <laughs> stuff. Call that won't, It won't bring any cockroaches to your house, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> no, uh, looking forward to it. It's coming out. I, I'm moderately nervous I'm going to be bored with it if they don't add enough new stuff. Um, You're not going to be bored right away. Not right away, I know. And I think being able to, like... You got a lot of new fancy equipment to record gameplay. That's true. Matt, That's very it's, true. All right, you're it's right. It's going to be a thing. I'm ready for it. So it can't get here soon enough. I think it's uh, the 20th of this it, month. Yeah. So Or or so. Or ish. So. You got an Isabel pin? Got an Isabel pin. I don't know how she became so popular in the Animal Crossing realm. I know. I know. She's in other games. Yeah. But why her? Uh, no, like, okay, hear me I out. I don't know. She would, should, we said it should be Tom Nook. It, it should be it should be Tom Nook. It should be KK Slider. It should be Rossetti. It should be any of these people you you see. Who do you who do you think should have been in Mario Kart? KK. Uh, and then okay, so if if you're gonna go KK, then for Smash, hundred percent should have been Tom Nook. Yes, because then you because everybody people, wants to beat him up anyway. Yes. <laughs> Give them the option. Yep, exactly. So. They went with her and not either of those or any, either of those three. Um, so, well, yeah. You made your bed and I got a lie in it. All yeah. right. Sorry, your funeral. Nintendo yeah, guess you didn't want to make any money. No. Yeah. Um, so some of the stuff that I saw, um, you've heard me talk about the game Drop Mix. And it's a wonderful tabletop experience that kind of fuses an iPad gameplay with like a Bluetooth uh, connection, kind of like with Beast of Balance. It has the plinth and you put things on it. Well, this one, you put cards on it and the cards have RF chips in them and you're, you're playing fat beats and you're making all sorts of stuff. I made a big deal about it about a month and a half, two months mm-hmm. ago, something like that. And loved it. Had several people buy the game because I told them how great it was and it was on sale. And then found out that it's not really supported anymore. That's why it was so cheap. Like they just... Harmonics dropped it. They Let don't it make go. it anymore. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to Thursday. No, Wednesday. No, it had to have been Thursday. Not long ago. Just the other day. Um, when we get here and we go in and we see and hear this music and all sorts of stuff going off. Wow, wow, wow. There it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's exactly like that, but like with different beats mm-hmm. and good beats. Yeah, vocals. Oh, what? And so, <laughs> um, basically, what I'm trying to tell you is Harmonics turned Drop Mix into a new game called Fuse, F U S E, and it's a video game. Fuser? Oh, it's, oh, it's Fuser. Fuser. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Fuser. Right. All right. Any whatever it's called, fuse fuser, you'll get there. The Google bot will fix it. Just um, but th- what this game does is it takes it and puts it into a video game form, and it's made by the same people. I walked up to them and the first question was, "Hey, have you guys played Drop Mix?" And they go, "This is Drop Mix." I was like, "All right, did you rip it off or are you Drop Mix?" And they go, "Harmonics." I was like, "Oh, okay, all right," because everything it's like, it is digital. Drop mm-hmm. mix like one hundred percent. Game looks great, which you really dig, right? You're a I fan am, of drop dude. I'm yeah. here for that. I really like the card based physical version of it. Um, this version is not finished. It's supposed to come later this year. 
I hope that it has, I was asking about like the competitive stuff. Cause that's one of the big things I like. I can sit around and, you know, throw beats down and do whatever, but the game comes in the competitive play. Uh, can you make mm-hmm. a better, it's not, can you make a better song than me? Can you do what the audience wants? Can you give them what they're calling for and, you know, play out of your hand faster and all that stuff. The demo they had here was just drag tracks, which you're just dragging discs down and putting them into these, you know, DJ slots. And I'm like, she said, Hey, do do you want to, do you want to get out there and, you know, play the demo? And I'm like, I think I, I think I get it. Like, (laughs) thanks for no thanks. Okay. I don't, I don't necessarily need to do that. I, I get it. And I'm interested. Like, it's not like, nah, nah, I'm good. But she's like, Hey, you're going to get a a t-shirt and a hat. I was like, well, maybe I'll come back. Yeah, I like free stuff. Um, but that was one thing, and their presence is huge. Like it's oh, yeah. really cool booth, massive. It's it it looks like freaking Dead Mouse like is gonna show up on stage yeah. and start dropping fat beats. Yeah. But um, that's really cool. Be on the lookout for that. We'll probably be covering that a little bit because it's just it's it's a good chill game for you just to get in and uh, just do easy music stuff. And you don't have to know anything about music because yep. the game does everything for you. You drop the thing where the thing goes, it fixes it. It changes the tempo, yep. Also played another great game today on accident um, when we were walking from one interview to yeah. something else. Um, and this is a game called Gigabash, and it's by Passion Republic Games. And you can't play it. Why um, is that? Because it is in pre-alpha oh, that's right. right now. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking Drew dead in the <laughs> eyes. That's why to me he responded. Yo, no, tell me why I can't play. I was like, you're just mad because I beat. Don't you. even <laughs> try. Don't even think about it. Which he did. Um, he won that game. It is like a four-player battle royal, King of Monsters meets Rampage yeah. meets like Stick Bold meets Kaiju. Is that what you call it? Kaiju. Yeah. Kaiju, yeah. yeah. So they only have four monsters. They're hoping to have about ten. Um, this is a Malaysian based company and this game is so much fun. Like I just, my face was so wide with smiles while I was playing it. I was here for this. Like this, this was the indie title that I needed Mm. to play at this Mm -hmm. game. I can't wait for it to play. It played super smooth. Like, I don't know how, what you felt drew, but I felt like if you just gave me that game right now, I would pay you $10 for that game. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. There was like. You know, power up attacks and oh, um, ultimates and pretty advanced button combinations. Yeah. It wasn't mm-hmm. just this button to hit, this button is special. It was like, no, you can hold the left trigger and, you know, right trigger to block. Yeah. And you can grab, you can do this. And sort of a top down 3D perspective, which I like better than Smash personally. It just feels more fun to me. And you're wrecking yes. into like buildings and stuff too, which that's, is cool. That's where it's very King of Monsters to me. Yeah. So it's like 3D King of Monsters. If you guys remember back to like the Neo Geo, um, I forget the names of all the monsters that they had and all that stuff, but... Uh, Godzilla. You would... Did, was Godzilla in the game? I don't know. Not sure. Uh, Fuser was the name of it. Oh, yeah. that's right. There it is. Um, so you, you move around in 3D space and the camera's kind of like zooming in and out depending on where all of the characters... It's four-player local competitive play. And the cameras zoom in and all sorts of stuff. And it just, I had a blast. I ended up playing two games in a row. Drew went off to do God knows what. Uh, but I stayed <laughs> there. I stayed there and played games. I won. I just had my, I didn't want to. I wanted yeah. to end on a high note. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> you go out on top. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, I, I haven't played a lot of video games since I've been here. Um, even at PAX South, like, we played Windjammers 2 um, and, you know, maybe like, one other game you know it it just it we're not necessarily matt and i particularly drawn to video games and playing them matt you are drew rather you play a lot of them because you're doing interviews and Mm -hmm. you know like you're getting a chance to get in there i am going to play man eater tomorrow yeah Um, you've got to i have to like that (laughs) oh man i'm ready for that but gigabash it's nowhere near being ready um they didn't even have a ballpark for when it is going to be ready but I told him to give me a call when it is because I will play the crap out of <laughs> yeah. that game. And I will give it glowing reviews because it's so much fun. Um, but those are just a few of the things that we have been playing and checking out here at PAX East. If you were here and you saw us, just tell us the in encounter, as long as it was a good one. 
Well, I'm just sure. Go ahead. I almost set us up for something really bad right there. What if somebody had a bad encounter with us and they share it with everybody? And then they know, wow, that's what it's like to meet Love Night Order in person. <laughs> What's your name? Get out of here. Get out of here. Yeah, wow, we'll edit those comments. Um, but hey, if you if you hung out with us, let us know. There's a lot of people that we got to hang out with and, and see that part of our con family. Um, we didn't even talk about all the games that we played and all of our tabletop friends that were here. And um, it's just because there's not enough time to talk about all that in one episode of the podcast. Yep. So maybe we'll circle, circle back around to it next week uh, talk about it a little bit with Kate. But we wanted to give you guys an episode from PAX in a nice quiet room where yeah. the, the convention is not happening behind us. And our voices, which are basically fried. Um, I feel fine. Get out of here. <laughs> you keep saying that. <laughs> Fuser. The game was called Fuser. Um, <laughs> But we did it here, and uh, guys, I think that's going to do it for episode 81 of the Free Play Podcast, season three. Drew, thank you so much for hanging out yeah, with us. Fun. Part of this. It's been yeah. too long. You didn't have a choice? You just got to set the <laughs> microphone up. You got a bed, we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, US and Canada, if you're nasty, radio.com, and really anywhere else that podcast can be found. And if you can't find us where you listen to podcasts, just let me know. Send me an email, bubba at lovethynerd.com, and I will do my best to get you on there. Also know that you can go to lovethynerd.com slash freeplay for an RSS feed that you can drop into any aggregator that you use. Um, you can do this. I don't know why you would, but you can actually subscribe via RSS feed through iTunes. We happen to be on iTunes, but... Let us know if you do. That's just a pro tip. You can do that if you want to. That's how I subscribe to your podcast, Drew, before yeah. you guys were on. Yeah. Um, so that I could get into my, my telephone. Um, but hey, if you're already, uh, if you're not a part of our Love Thy Nerd Facebook group, please just do that. Um, go to lovethynerd.com slash community and you can get in on that. We would love to have you be there. Share the memes with us. Talk about the games that you're playing. Um, let us know how your local game group is doing. What can we do for you? And just create some intentional community with the people in your digital vicinity. Um, mm -hmm. So let us be a part of your life by going to lovethynerd.com slash community. And joining our Facebook group. You can also find us, Love Thy Nerd, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Love Thy Nerd. And be sure to follow Free Play Podcast on the Twitterverse, at Free Play Podcast. Kate's been doing a pretty good job. Of, She's been uh, a, really, a really good job. Yeah, keeping up with that stuff. Um, so, well, hey, uh, like I said, that's going to do it. Once again, I'm Bubba Stalkup. I'm Matt Warmbier. I'm Drew Dixon. And go <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, hey, was, uh, I'm supposed to talk over that. Oh, you're fading it down. It's a pro fade. Oh. Hey, and for uh, Kate Katawaki, who couldn't be here because she lives in California, and our cut man, Jonathan Clausen. We'll catch you next week. And remember, if nobody else tells you this, I promise it's true that Jesus loves you, nerds. You have been listening to the Free Play Podcast with Bubba Stallcup, Matt Warmbier, and Kate Katawaki, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. Be sure to rate and review the show and share on all the social media. Thank you.